When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The red light is on. And you know what that means. It's time for another episode of... The Wrestling Realm Now podcast, but we thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, because it is one of those nights where we come off fresh of fresh of Crown Jewel. We go into Survivor Series, and good brothers, I must say, I've got more questions than answers, but we will get into it and so much more right after this. Houston, we have a problem. Yes. Welcome to the WrestleRealm Now podcast, where we take a deeper dive into the world of professional wrestling. Now, I'm your host, yours truly, the realness, the real Dwayne Allen. He is your host, Brandon, the guy, guy, and conspicuous by his absence. Brother Hugh has the third, is also your host, who will be joining us very, very shortly, A to the A to the S, T to the A to the E, three to the R, two to the D. Also joining us in the building, the man, the myth, the legend. Brian H. Waters are all in the building. You can watch us all of our wrestling realm content anytime on youtube.com slash the wrestling realm. Follow us on all social media platforms, including Instagram, Threads, X. I finally gave in Facebook at Wrestling Realm. Like, subscribe, and engage in a conversation with us. And you can also stream and download all of our audio content on Anchor, Stitcher, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You can watch and subscribe to our Twitch channel at the wrestling realm. To support the wrestling realm and be a part of the brand, head over to wrestlingrum.com for all your wrestling realm merchandise. We have slash prices, we have added products, and pretty soon we will be doing live unboxings of all the nice merchandise that we have. We have t shirts, we have hoodies, we have mugs. It's definitely hoodie season. So head over to wrestlingrum.com to get your wrestling realm merchandise. Support the brand and be fly just like the wrestling realm. We're going to be adding a few more things uh, in the upcoming future as well. But for now, 
check it out. Let us know what you think. We definitely cut prices. Head over to WrestlingRum.com for all your Wrestling Rum Now merchandise. Also, subscribe to our Patreon channel for our exclusive shows and bonus material at Patreon.com slash Wrestling underscore Rum. There are things we can't say on the year. I say it every freaking week. Brian H. Waters does an excellent job <laughs> in writing his thoughts, and he also gives a few comments and concerns about a lot of the different subjects and things that are happening in the world of professional wrestling. But in order to hear those things, you must subscribe to our Patreon channel. Yes, it is new, it is fresh, and we are continuously adding things like Realness Reacts, and we got to have some type of heater report where we start telling these stories of people we've had heat with in the past. That's right, we don't want to go public with it, but you can subscribe three different tiers, but you can definitely subscribe, but just as low as $1. That is patreon.com slash wrestling underscore realm. Once again, for all exclusive shows and bonus material. If you're looking to purchase tickets to concerts, live shows, sporting events, and more, head over to SeatGeek.com where you can use promo code WrestlingRealm to save yourself $20 off any one-time purchase of $50 or more. Trust me, you want to save yourself as much money as possible, especially in today's economy. So right now, while we're in the thick of football season and we have a lot going on, just wrapped up baseball season, do yourself a favor. We got tickets. We have Christmas plays. We have concerts. We have so much going on right now. If you have never used this promo code, or as Brian H. will tell you, just sign up for a new email address. But you didn't hear that from us. Use promo code WrestlingRum, all one word. Don't forget the two W's. And save yourself $20 on any tickets, $50 or more, any one-time purchase. Gentlemen, we are gathered here today to discuss mm-hmm. the wrestling realm. And usually this is the part where we discuss what is going on with championship culture that's right the new latest and greatest show championship culture youtube.com slash the wrestling rum playlist championship culture usually comes on every tuesday 8 p.m but guess what conspicuous by its absence we have an announcement to make brother brandon season two yes sir so after the conclusion of 25 episodes in season one don't worry we will be back in time for season two. Um, it's coming. When I tell you it's coming soon, it's it's coming sooner than what you think. Season two, you thought season one was interesting. Wait till you see some of the things of season two. And I can offer you this exclusive. You know how sometimes when you, the new episodes, I mean, the new season about to start and they drop the episode titles. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you episode one title of season two. And I don't know if you're ready for this. I am. Epis- Come on. Episode one, season two is entitled Those wrestling girls and that's all wow. i'm gonna say there that's all i'm gonna wow. say there that's what that's what that's what episode one is so if that's enough to get you interested don't you worry just what if you know anything about those wrestling girls that's all i'm gonna say that's what season <laughs> season two episode one is entitled and you know what if you pay attention to championship culture you should know the pattern that we do some things but season two is definitely going to give you uh another feel in the whole realm of every belt has a story so stay tuned. If you want to check out the past episodes, go over to YouTube.com. There's a whole playlist of just championship culture, some live episodes, pre-recorded. Hey, make a comment. We still respond. If it's something that you want to see in season two, uh, let the brothers know. It's nothing for me and you to argue over and see if we can make it happen for you. Hey, you might even wind up on the show. So check out championship culture on YouTube.com slash the wrestling room. Can I get that? Ladies and gentlemen, 
the guy, Brandon, the guy. Hey, can can and, can suggest for the for the championship culture? You said you opened it up for the fans, but oh yeah, but can I say something for you? Suggest because he did put it in the comments that I was going to give him a shout out. That you know, I think our our mm-hmm. main supporter birthday is today, so. If everybody gets a chance, especially as you come in the comments, I'll probably be chatting out all night. You know, our fact checker, our supporter, brother Dylan Matthews. I hope he got his world heavyweight title by now. Um, it'd be a nice <laughs> birthday gift if he got it by now. But happy birthday, Dylan, from not only championship culture, but from the wrestling room as well. Hope you enjoyed your day. Well, I don't, I don't even know what time it is. It's probably like 2 o'clock there, so he's probably in the midst of everything. He it's literally his, it's it. still his birthday over here now. Yeah, he's he literally right just asks, is it still his birthday over here? So definitely <laughs> happy birthday to you. Good sure is, buddy. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, season two. Brother Brandon did an excellent job. He said everything right there. He said it's titled Those Wrestling Girls. You talking about these wrestling girls? What do we have here? That might be an exclusive clip for season two, episode one. That's all I'm going to say, you know. Pay attention to those wrestling girls right there. Um, that might be a sneak peek as to what season two, episode one. Oh, I should say, indeed. Well, well, yes, well ladies sir. and gentlemen, if you are once again listening to the show, I like to uh transcribe what you're listening to. So, as Brother Guy described, episode one of season two of Championship Culture entitled Those Wrestling Girls, I cleverly posted a picture of him taking a picture with. Those wrestling girls, yes, <laughs> those same wrestling girls, and they're holding something that look like belts. And the crazy part is, it's like they're holding belts with the belt king. Something's up here, but until then, yeah. I guess you're gonna have to wait. Now, 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 brothers, do we want to talk about this moment? Should we talk about this weekend? I'm gonna say this. Mm-hmm. How many? Let me ask you this. Um, yes, brother Wayne, for the people that might can't see the picture, mm-hmm, how many mm-hmm, belts mm-hmm. do you know that have a purple strap? I can only think of one off the top of my head. Can you? The cruiserweight. Yes, the original oh. cruiserweight. Um, and what else? The Intercontinental. The one that Dwayne hates. That's what I was hoping he was going to say. I That's no, just... see, I I was purposely going to renege, like not even acknowledge that title. <laughs> how much I hate it. But these purple titles look absolutely gorgeous. They look way better than that one. Okay. But um, yeah. But y- you guys look like you had a lot of fun this weekend. Shall we talk about it, gentlemen? Let's uh, jump into it. And it's like championship culture hit the road, didn't it? Is I I did I did I miss something? I mean, I didn't know you guys were expanding championship culture on the road. That's what it looked like. There's a lot of championship championship belts in this here picture right here. But uh, I'm looking at a snippet of a recent celebration, the fifth oh. year anniversary of those wrestling girls. This past uh, week of this recording, November fourth, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have an absolutely gorgeous photo op of all these beautiful people holding these beautiful championship belts brothers did you guys enjoy shout yourself this weekend shout out to king letty for getting that photo done queen pr's twin sister um she came to me during the show and said hey you want me to take photos i said well have at it and you know she did a good job but uh yeah it was a great time uh being up there you know being able to celebrate with them uh, they never saw it coming the funny part was if uh, you check out the stream which is available on their show on their channel, Krista B once again, when are we going to get our championship belt? When are we going to get our championship belts? And I'm sitting there like, mm. and then as he would unscripted, just as he should, the guy says, but you didn't talk to me. 
<laughs> and so she goes, well, we're going to talk after this because we ain't get our belts. So when the moment happened, just like the guy called it, Krista B was in tears as the belts was unveiled. Um, it was a great time. You saw Brother Brandon coming out of his show. That's what we, we you know, as uh, especially as he was breaking down the details and the belts, uh, you know, uh, you, tomorrow on Thirsty Thursday, they're going to really go into details about how they felt about them and everything they met. Like Queen PR hasn't even taken it out of the bag since the anniversary because she said it'll, it'll make her overwhelmed again. So she said on fan club tonight that uh, she's going to bring him out tomorrow. But um, yeah, it was great to see Brother Brandon. Uh, he was he was the man up there in New York. Uh, you know how it is, but because people was uh, you know, asking about belts, so I think um, we're gonna see a new rendition of championship culture, an expansion of the brand. Might I add? Mm. Congratulations mm. once again to uh, Krista B, Queen PR, even CN Doll. She's uh, right there in the photo. Um, and, and also to Brian H as well as Justin Rich, all those who are associated with um, the brand of those wrestling girls and celebrating their fifth year anniversary. Uh, it looks like you guys had a, I, I was sorry that I missed it, but you guys like you had a really, really fun time. And uh, goodness gracious, they're like a belt invasion. But of course, what, what other ways <laughs> would the belting have it be fresh off the championship culture? I think one of the best moments was when uh, Queen PR's mom was holding the belt. Oh wow! And, and, and she talked about how much she loved the surprise and of everything. She was like, uh, "I'm glad it held off until I got there." So when she saw the surprise of the belt unveiling, and uh, she was like, "Man, this thing is heavy." I said, "Yeah." And she was like, "Mom, can you hold my belt?" <laughs> she was like, "Okay, I can't." You know, so that part was fun. Um, and then shout out to Noah when uh the the Colton show, which y'all can catch Brother Hugh and Brother Brandon on coming up soon because <laughs> I, like i said they was making rounds and um <laughs> when queen pr was getting interviewed uh shout out to noah he was the wise man so he was holding <laughs> the belt <laughs> standing next to us though <laughs> it was a, it was a lot of uh, a lot of fun a lot of shenanigans uh but the, you know people showed out and showed love so it was it was a good time in brooklyn on saturday night great way to have a great a lot of fun to have after crown jewel my dad yeah, definitely, because we have to get into Crown Jew, uh, by the way. But uh, it seemed like it was the perfect storm of that weekend for Crown Jew to fall on the same day as the anniversary. So I'm sure you guys had a, had an excellent time. Speaking of shenanigans, I think one of the funniest parts I enjoyed was uh, <laughs> when Brian Nix, I went back and watched it. <laughs> so I was, you know, I was fishing for clips and Brian Nix got excited. And he, he snatched off the veil <laughs> and they disappeared. I was like, this is a magic act. But then he, they magically appeared and he picked him back up and he held him up victoriously and handed him off. And, Bro, uh... Let me tell you. <laughs> so, shout out to uh, Mike Nisho Soul, the guy who produces their theme music. Mm -hmm. Any other time, Queen PR, Krista B, they get settled in a spot, right? So, Brother mm -hmm. Hugh and Brother Brandon hadn't gotten there yet. So, I'm sitting up there trying to set up everything. So, I got the big bag, and the whole time, the belts was in the back of the trunk. Mm -hmm. And um, I took them out of the box, put them in the belt case, and I said, Mike, come here. And I said, look, because nobody, like, only person who knew outside of, you know, us was Stiendal. Nobody mm -hmm. else knew. So, like, Justin didn't know. Pablo, Christina, they didn't know. So I said, Mike, hold this curtain up. So the lady from the place, she had a thing, because I told her what, what was going to happen. So he pulled out, he, he and then, so we wrapped them. And I forgot when I went over there that they were wrapped and tucked. So when I went to pull the 
the uh, claw ball. <laughs> That's when it fell. And I and I was already like in my head. I had what I was going to say, uh-huh. and let alone whatever. <laughs> just Twitter. Just well, people who were there had another thought, but no. Um, and I'm like, wait a minute. I drew a blank. I can't wait to hit this button when you finish. Go ahead. <laughs> So I drew a blank, and I was just like, ladies, so Krista B, we had already planned that I was going to do a speech. Mm -hmm. I remember hearing about that. But she didn't know what was coming. So then she goes, now the time for that. And I I had shit. We we was already had a little bit of heat just because of the production stuff wasn't happening as fast as. I wanted it to. And she goes, now you're the top of that. I said, oh, no. Yes, it is. And so Letty's like, no, let him go. Just let him go. Because she already, she done put her home boy. She's like, take it. So she was like, I don't know what's happening. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, drawing a blank, drawing a blank. And that's when I said, y'all know I love y'all, right? Yeah. Y'all know I love y'all, right? And I said, I got a gift. And then I, I was like, oh, shoot. It fell. And so I'm hoping in my head. <laughs> That they don't see what it is just yet, so it happened so fast. And I even I said, "Did you know?" Like, no, She's like, I just didn't know what it was. It was the last thing expected. So that's when I, you know, showed them because I wanted to like pull it out and they see it. But mm-hmm. it was able to get done, and then Brandon was right there uh, to, you know, give the explanation. And you know, just like the true professional that brother Brandon is, you know, he had the crowd in the palm of his hand as he explained what they all meant. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. <laughs> oh man so something really and this is the, this is the thing i'm gonna tell you about this and it was so funny because so you know i don't like a lot of attention sure, so we were no. there of That's course, why I, did it. I got my two look i got my two belts i got the intergalactic the title the mm-hmm. black strap version tag belts right set up mm-hmm. on tables like you thought black russell fest was something Oh wow, <laughs> bro! So I've done as soon as man he get there, and you know he's wearing his belt. You got one over his shoulder, like he's the most important person in there. Especially and, he got this white he sweatshirt on, that's screaming Stood championship out. culture at you, right? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just looking like I'm his bodyguard, like I'm his heavy with this sweatshirt on, walking right. around, right? So everybody start gravitating towards him, and I'm noticing people like, oh, can I touch it? Oh, can I? Have, oh, can I see it? And I'm like this. Um, I feel like the attention is off of us. So I was like, sure. um, let's take these back to the car. And they were like, no, no, keep them. Leave them. It's a wrestling event. I'm like, okay. So <laughs> as the night go along, I'm looking at them like this. Everything's going I'm like. Just looking. Just looking. Okay, the bell's still there. Bell's still- yep. And then all the time I see Brian's belt walk past. I said, who's taking Brian's belt? Wait a minute. I said, like, you don't see this? And I'm just like, wait a minute. Somebody got my belt running that way. He's walking through the uh, club. I'm like, wait a minute. These people are like owning it. And I was like, you know what? Just let them have their moment. Just let them have their moment. I knew where my belts was at all times because that was I kept seeing it. Yeah, (laughs) because Pete, shout out to CN Doll's little brother. 
you know, we met last year and Pete does some like he'll give some music for like post-production stuff. So and he's like heavy in the tech. Like he was with Kofi Kingston at one of them tech conferences. So he was like, yo, can I hold the belt? I said, yeah, bro, go ahead. This joint heavy. <laughs> so you want to hold it. So him and his uh, homeboy, Nesto, they both like, you know, we was on AEW together. So I was like, all right, y'all cool. You know, I, I know anybody. Everybody's taking there. pictures with him. You see people with selfies. I'm like, that, and I like him seeing with somebody belt around us. I'm like this. I was like, oh, what are they going? Oh, they going that way. Okay. But, but you that. see <laughs> what it means and you see people walking around with it and taking pictures. That's what makes you smile because you see how happy it makes them. Sure. That's what and belts I saw pictures do. on Instagram. I said, "Oh, there's our belts. Oh, look, there's our belts." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, they they know, like they know how it feels, buddy. Just look up yeah. your, your championship just somewhere else over somebody else's shoulder. I think that's what he said too during one of them shows he was doing because Brandon was making his media rounds, and uh, he said that, uh, <laughs> "Yeah, you know, uh, if the real Dwayne Allen didn't come pick it up, his belt would have been right here too." Say. I want to have one with a black backing. Bro, can you, can, you, can you imagine what, what it, where the gimmick would be now if I had said yet to get this this gorgeous tag team title? Like, who knows where it would be? They would have been spacing back. Um, but I'm glad you guys had a good time. Um, like I said, fresh off the weekend of Crown Jewel, which is kind mm-hmm. of the, the focal point of what we talk about. But we're going to also oh, talk no. about it in terms of... Uh, that it is what does it say? It's in Belgium. Oh, wow. It says in Belgium. First you know, of all, the, get Dylan his belt, UPS DHL, whoever. DHL's international. WWE, get that man his belt. Everybody else in the world has got that belt. Y'all forgetting about. Yeah, because he got to have it before the elimination chamber. He's got to have it before that. Come on, Dylan, you going to elimination chamber? Yeah, Dylan, you going to Australia? Was it? Is it? Was it? Is it Perth, Australia? Was it? Yep, you hit it right on the head. All right. See my WWE trying to teach us geography now. They not saying state, just countries. They give no, no doubt. That's that's very. I, I appreciate them caring about my education, but um, <laughs> speaking yo, of geography, hold on, yo, hold on. You brought up something. I got to bring this up. Oh, I, I I revealed this today early. We talked about. Oh, he says it's a six hour flight. Okay, I mean that's like going from here to L.A. So I can get it. Um, I was talking about earlier how wrestling gave us. You know, you talk about education. I learned mm-hmm. the word bogus because of WWE. You want to know how? How's that? Shawn Michaels. He taught me hmm. the word bogus when he said Razor Ramon had a bogus belt during the whole IC wow. title. Oh, yeah. Leading in the oh. uh, <laughs> WrestleMania 10. <laughs> <laughs> How astute of Pandemonium. That was word. another word I learned. Shout out to Vince McMahon. See, we can say One of my favorite things. phrases was blue hell, remember? That's the three show. words that just came with Catchphrase. I was like, that and Canaanites. I Canaanite. know, brother, he would appreciate that. I was yep. like, Canaanite. And when the rock faced me hard, I was like, yep. Smackdown. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Smackdown and Kane, gentlemen, Uh-oh. we're getting, we're going to start, we're adding segments to the show so we can start making some money. But <laughs> it's time for. <laughs> what did you watch? Sponsored by you all. Whoever wants to sponsor. The Russell Room now. <laughs> we are adding segments and they will be paid Not segments. You all? So, speaking of Kane and all this retroactivity, gentlemen, <laughs> what did you guys watch this week? <laughs> Let me go first because I got to get this off my chest. I have been watching, I don't know why, but I've been really ever since Sting has announced his retirement, I have been obsessed with the idea of Sting. I want to say shout out to Teenage Wrestling because it's a real mm-hmm. thing now, like it's not a joke anymore. Um, 
for for reviving Sting's career, uh, I'm not a fan of like the Joker Sting and everything that kind of happened after that. But mm-hmm. if you look at uh the first the first good chunk of Sting's first run in uh, Teenage, just pure blood, black and white Sting. Man, I was like, man, this stuff still holds up even at his age. I don't know if he was in his 40s or 50s at the time, but Sting looked good, man. And working working part time on a platform like Teenage Wrestling is uh. It suits him good because he's in his sixties now and he still looks the same, except he doesn't wear wrist, he doesn't wear ring gear anymore. He just comes out in like khaki pants and a shirt. But it's okay. He's still staying. But uh that's what I watched this week. I watched a lot, a lot, a lot of a lot of sting clips, specifically teenage wrestling sting early years. What did you brothers get into this week? What did you watch? So Brian, fact check me. The mm-hmm. um Survivor Series with Shane McMahon on SmackDown and Triple H on Raw. That was 2017, right? Because that was the same year with Brock Lesnar and AJ, right? Oh, sorry, yo. Dylan at it again. <laughs> oh, uh, Dylan. It's, 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 the comments, it's the comments, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. No, Dylan is the in my WhatsApp with Jim's video. Oh, oh shoot, God. bro. Dylan's oh, so snap. Fast. Hey, yo, check my brother out. Look at him. Hey, you're watching the show. Oh, that's your model. You, it, look, that's your model. Look, you're yeah. right. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> that's your model. And Jay, are you still watching the show? He might have logged off by now. I don't know. I can't tell. <laughs> what did Dylan do? No, nah, I think he just said this too. I said, I said it. But um, you said 2017. Hey, Dylan, was it 2017? Right. Which one? That's when Shane came back. Yeah, that was Shane was the SmackDown general manager, and which caller was the Raw because that's the one that we had. I was. I put in Survivor Series since we're getting ready for it because I seem like out of the big four, that's the one that I remember the least, like mm-hmm. the least amount of matches. So when I said that, I forgot how much fun it was because we got Bobby Reed and Triple H, Shinsuke and um, Triple H squaring off in the ring. I was like, I remember Shinsuke had his moment that I'm that guy and he was going through and then he got eliminated after he went through everybody. Oh. But that promo package, that's yeah. when I started to really – I don't want to say I really wasn't a Brock Lesnar fan, but I appreciated the fact that AJ felt like remember the whole promo with the um with the song and they were saying about how he is the phenomenal one and he's never mm-hmm. faced anybody like me. That mm-hmm. match buildup had a WrestleMania feel to it. And I was like, I forgot how good the buildup in the match actually I won't say paved the way, but that's why the following year we had Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. I yep. cared so much yep. about yep. it. Because yeah. I was like, oh. Brock can actually work with the young guys. Work with younger not guys, yep. Here for the, I won't say younger, smaller guys. He was not here for the paycheck. Mm-hmm. And the other thing on that show that really kind of, they were the highs. And then the low, I was like, man, I don't miss Ronda Rousey. That's Damn. all I'm going to say. Oh, oop, yeah. oop, oop. Got fired already. Yep. So, but anyway, that, I, yeah, I couldn't remember the year because I was like, it was the first thing that popped up when I was searching Survivor Series. I was like, oh, oh yeah, this little gym, this hidden one. And of course, the next one popped up. I didn't finish watching it all because I was just getting through the, you know how they do the story of each match, right? The NXT Survivor Series, and I was like, man, I gotta say this one another time because this one was so good. Mm. Yeah. What about you, uh, brother Brian? What'd you get into this week? Um, today I was watching um Fall Brawl '95, but not what you would think. I was hmm. watching a couple matches that caught my attention because after watching NXT. I wanted to Ooh. look at some uh Brian Pillman. So I okay. watched this match with right. Johnny B. Bad that went into like overtime. Uh t- world television title opened the show. And I watched Ric Flair versus Arn Anderson. Oh, uh, wow. and, and that match, I was like, this is this is a good match. It's solid. 
this is the whole flair story against Arn Anderson, Lauren Sting back, turning on Sting. But this is the beginning of that story where Pillman kicks him in the back of the head and, you know, he wins. And that sets up for him to need Sting. And Sting says, if you screw me, I'm going to screw you, all that. But, yeah, I was uh, in the WCW rabbit hole a little bit. All right. There's nothing wrong with that. I was going to say, there's some hidden gems in there, too. Man, look, yeah. they got Saturday there's a night lot night. of hidden gems. <laughs> There's a lot of hidden gems in WCW. Now that doesn't mean there ain't some. Never mind. Okay. You're <laughs> the punch, bro, brother. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Macho Man. Let her let us save it. Did WCW a... have a perfect year? Yeah, ninety six. Hmm, ninety six. Well, well ninety seven. I was I gonna say ninety seven, but okay. yeah, yeah, ninety seven is probably more accurate. Yeah, ninety six yeah. was like the punch in the but face. But see, I think it's a combination of them. The end of ninety six and beginning of ninety seven. Because that's when the NWO jumped off, and it was hitting, yeah, like that was they were hitting sell on all cylinders at that point until, like I said, that famous eighty three weeks. But that, but you, you could also make the argument in, in mm-hmm. the end of ninety seven. Was still solid. I mean, it literally the last match, quote unquote, last pay per view match of the year may have sucked with Sting mm-hmm. and Hogan, which I ain't gonna lie, I ain't realize it was that bad until the internet told me so. Because it had, mm-hmm, okay. because it had moments, right? Sure. Yeah. You, you you think the entrances, the the that stare down in the beginning, then mm-hmm. the end, you know. So it's like forget the wrestling, like yeah, wrestling is what it is. But at the end of the day. Sting won the match. He was held up high. That's a moment. So yeah. it wasn't until digging in dirt sheets and articles and blogs like, oh, it sucked. And it didn't live up to the hype, you know. But I, I think I would think that's one that they still got the money. W- WCW is full of that, though. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, it's it's um you 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 know it more for the moments than the actual. Sometimes their full wrestling show. So as as that's a one hundred percent completely accurate statement that you made. And uh, mm-hmm. and you're right. As kids, you don't pay it any mind. But you go back and adult. Like I tell you, my favorite example is NWO Wolfpack. I didn't realize everybody hated it so much. I'm like, wait, what? It was the worst I, thing that happened. It was there was the death blow. I'm like, wait, 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 ho, ho. I love the the Wolfpack. What happened? What did I miss? Facts. But it's different when you look at stuff from the perspective of a kid just kind of taking whatever they give you and not really overthinking it. Versus, you know, being kind of older and being around the block, kind of like how we do now when we got all that. We're very critical about stuff, and everybody goes, I miss the good old days when Edge and Batista. you like, who? That's the Did forgettable you, era. Do you watch the NWO Wolfpack now and say it sucked, or you still watch it from that 10-year-old kid who enjoyed it? That's a very good question. I don't watch it in tow. I watch it in moments, right? Same thing. Like I, I It's very rare you catch me say, let me watch this full pay-per-view. What I'll do yeah. is I'll see a match or two and then I look at the match card. I'm like, oh, no, nah, that's actually tough. I'm going to watch this whole thing. I think I did that with Halloween Havoc 97, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I, I I saw, you know, one of the matches randomly on YouTube, on WWE um, YouTube page, and they give you the full match. And I looked it up on uh, Stupid Peacock, and I was like, oh, no, nah, I'm going to watch this whole thing. And it was really that good, like, from start to finish. And uh, See, so that's, it, the, that's mm-hmm. the issue with AEW. Exactly what you described. Take WCW out and put AEW into it. <laughs> yeah, and and and, and then like, take away all, all the re- all the recognizable names. Like at least WCW had like household names. Like AW just has like wrestling fans, wrestling fan, and yeah. you know niche, niche wrestlers. But you know, but, and they have you, great moments. They have but a lot you of watch, moments. you watch the Wolfpack. When you watch the segments, you still yeah. in your ten year old 
Yeah, for the most part. Like, it's, I, I don't, I'm telling you, I, I haven't gone back and watched it and be like, oh, this sucks now. I got, you know, I don't, as long as I see my guys, bro, I'm not tripping. I, I look at K Dog, I'm like, no, he's still doing K Dog stuff. I'm watching Kevin Nash, he's still doing Kevin Nash. I'm like, what everybody, I think people hate the result that came from it more than what they actually did. I'm like, what was the, oh, it's not real anymore. I'm like, well, I didn't, I didn't experience mm. the NWO from start to finish anyway. I came into it like, yo, what is going on? You ever, it's like walking into a party mm. and everybody's tripping out. You're like, bro, what did I just walk into? Everybody's having a good time. And you trying to figure out why. That's how it was at NWO. I didn't see. Oh. I didn't watch Hogan show up and turn on him. I heard about it. By, oh. by the time I turned, by the time I turned the TV on, Hogan's got a beard. It's black. Macho Man, everybody's in the ring, got these black and white, and they're all hitting two sweets. And I'm like, bro, what's this? What's going on? And they, I, and then Sting, I'm like, wait a minute, that's Sting? And then I'm wait. and then I'm watching it like, wait a minute, what's going on? What's what what's up with Sting? He's not he's not wearing the paint on his face, and I got whoa, I gotta come back next week. I'm now I'm now I'm spending the whole week trying to figure out what's going on because it's there's no rewind, we didn't tape it, there's no on demand, there's no YouTube. I'm I'm just trying to go to bookstores at a grocery store. Mom, you gotta go to the store, trying to go whatever, whatever <laughs> magazine aisle I can find to try to catch up. You, you know, you know what it's like to try to catch up on wrestling on like six years of wrestling in like 20 minutes worth of grocery store time. It's not easy, ladies and gentlemen. This is probably weird to deal with. So, and you then I'm going to, through every magazine. Bro, I'm like, and back then, back then, brother, it was like six of them. See, it got down to like maybe one or two now, but back then it was yeah. like, it was like, I swear to goodness, it was like, you know how they have tabloids? That's how wrestling magazines were at one point, especially mm-hmm. during that time. I'm going through everything. I'm like, oh, it's time to go. I'm like, dang, don't you got some, go get some peas or something. Nope, time to go. Uh, so, 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 you, you, mm-hmm. one, you fell into my trap because now, you see how I feel about WrestleMania 9. But also... Well, I know how you feel about it. It just sucks, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, that, but also... So, now, this, no, this is interesting because I didn't realize you didn't see it from start to finish. So, no, when did you, like... like mm-hmm. So, what happened? Where, where was the gap for you in WCW? Because, apparently, obviously, this isn't your first time watching WCW. No, yeah. So, where did you, like, fall off and then hop back in? I I was... I fell off around. See, the crazy part is I just I was always watching some version of it. I just didn't. Okay. Know, I just, it was just wrestling to me. Right. Gotcha. And I give you an example. It's because WCW had the same guys from WWF. So I didn't yeah. pay any mind a lot of times. Right. So I would it, how I kept up with my wrestling was Saturdays, Saturday morning, Saturday nights. It was mm-hmm. WCW Worldwide. And uh, 10 o'clock, it was Livewire, WWF. That's how I kept up with the new generation. That's how I met Stone Cold Steve Austin, because he was on there all the time for whatever reason. And it, like, it seemed like every week it was the same matchup, uh, Savio Vega versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. But then you would turn to WCW, and you would see all these characters that I'm like, I wasn't too familiar with. I just knew him as, okay, you might see Savage every once in a while. It was just wrestling. And then Saturday night, my brother would put it on, my dad would put it on, and just it was just wrestling. So, so I was always familiar. The story. No, I didn't. I didn't keep up with any of that stuff. I didn't know anything about that until, it literally, I went. I'm telling you, it was the the reawakening of my soul of wrestling was, in school. Um, I was. I'm telling you, this is story time. The realness. I come home. Uh, I was in elementary school. My brother was in middle school, and one of my brother's friends that did all out. You know, our moms were like friends, and because they all came up together in elementary school, and they all went to the same middle school, so they would carpool. Mm-hmm. And uh, my my brother's friend, he had a younger brother that was younger than me. His name was was Ryan, and, and me and him were the little brothers of the group. And his mom was dropping them off when they did get out the car. And I said, "They're they're too sweet and like this." Everybody's like this, and I'm like, "Yeah." And I'm looking around. I'm like, 
Then I get up to the porch. I'm like, like the Bob, what is this? What do you, what's this? What do you guys, what's that thing? And he's being a, being a jerk. He's like, Oh, it's nothing. It's just this thing. And I'm like, nah, it's clearly not nothing. Cause I'm seeing you guys do the little, just do like this with your hands are too sweet. But then the little brother's doing it too. I'm like, wait a minute. Ryan's a little brother. How does he know what this? I thought it maybe it was a middle school thing. Later that night, literally that Monday, literally that night, my brother turns on wrestling and mm-hmm. I'm looking at it and I'm just like, I'm watching it and I'm watching it and it's not making sense to me because I'm seeing all new stuff, but I'm exposed to people that I had witnessed maybe a month or two ago because a month or two ago, I just went to a sleepover when Nintendo 64 was and we played the game WCW versus NWO World Tour and I'm seeing characters that I see on the game. First, one of the characters I remember seeing was Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio Mm -hmm. Jr. because he had the Spider-Man mask in WCW. I'm seeing Hulk Hogan. I'm seeing Ultimate Dragon. I'm seeing Chris Benoit because that's why that's you know when I saw his name on the game that's how I pronounced it. He turns on wrestling that Monday and there these guys are. I'm like, oh snap! Wait a minute, it's the game we was just playing. You know, we watched WCW's NWO sold out that day, and I'm seeing like I'm literally watching the pay per view flipping like going crazy, and then literally we're, we're watching every Monday watching WCW, and I'm just like this hooked. And Wolfpack is coming out there. I'm like, yo, Diesel and. Razor Ramon is here and Macho Man is here and I'm seeing Virgil and all these other people. And, and mind you, I didn't already watch the hour of the show and I'm seeing Juventus Guerrero. I'm seeing Rey Mysterio. I'm like, oh, that's Rey Mysterio. That's Chris. I'm seeing Booker T, Fit Finley. And I was just like, and then every once in a while, my brother would flip to Raw. And I'm like, bro, turn this off. This looks fake because it wasn't it wasn't live. So the, the camera quality from Monday Night Raw and WCW was completely different. Them turning them turn the broadcast cameras were different. And I'm sitting there watching like, Ah, that, this looks like it's this phone. This is fake. Turn this off. And then DX came out. Then I was like, wait a minute. I don't know about <laughs> WWF, but I like these guys. Oh, like, okay, man. I don't really watch WWF. I watch WCW, but but I like DX. It, I, I was like, who's? I said, who's that? He's like, it's DX. I'm like, who's DX? Who's DX? I'm like, I don't know who DX <laughs> guys are, but these X guys are cool to me. And that's that's how I got. And literally, I just had to catch on. Like, literally, uh, it was it was such a year difference. Like, I remember when Deborah debuted in in 1998, and my Say my same buddy, their dad, who was also one of the carpool parents, was like, "Oh, you don't remember Deborah in, in WCW? She was a queen in WCW with Jeff Jarrett." And I'm like, "I don't remember her that because I during that '97 period, I don't remember what that date was when I first started watching it, where I picked up. So I because I didn't see it from start to finish, I just kind of jumped in in the middle somewhere. Mm. I didn't know what it was, but oh man, you know. So when she showed up as Deborah, I was like, I didn't remember it. But then you know, you go back and watch it, like, oh snap, Jeff Jarrett was there. But I do remember when Jeff Jarrett re showed up in wwf is because he had his outfit wasn't white anymore it was uh it was silver he had a grittier look and he mm-hmm. was beefing with x-pac and before you know it i heard x-pac peed in his boots uh jeff jarrett popped the cameraman and before you know it jeff jarrett cut his hair and deborah yes, and SummerSlam. the rest is history so that's my mm-hmm. history of where i jumped into the whole nwo situation mm-hmm. so that's why the nwo wolfpack didn't bother and plus it was the hip-hop version of it all like nwo black and white was getting corny because you know, Hogan was Hogan, but then like you had that B team that was doing all the the heavy lifting at one point. It was the Scott, the Scott Nortons and Virgil and, um, <laughs> you know, Con, Con, yeah, Vincent Conan and Big Bubba Rogers. Bagwell. Yeah, he was in it, but he, you know, by this time he was, he was, I don't know, I mean, because he was there for a minute. He was in WL, he gets kicked out of the NBO. He's off, he, he <laughs> in WL, and then he's off TV. You yeah, know what I mean? like, we so, don't care about you beefing with the NWO, dog. No, so like when hip, you know, when the Wolfpack kind of debuted, I was there for that. I remember when the when the 
you were watching WCW at that time and the music would hit and you didn't know which one it was because there was no Titan Trons in WCW. So you just had to wait, see what color came out from the back. And then eventually Wolfpack got their music and I was like, oh, yeah, it's a rap, bro. I guess mm-hmm. Wolfpack for life. Yeah. And then, that's and, a, oh, then I'm grown. I'm grown. And all of a sudden everybody says it's a bad idea. But go ahead. Right. Yeah, I was going to say, like, even when I talked to my god brother, Michael, he's mm-hmm. like, yo, wait, what? Because he don't watch wrestling no more or keep up with the right. dirt sheets. Mm-hmm. He'll look at clips and stuff, but I was like, "Yeah, you know what they said it was bad, and it was a bad." He's a man. Shoot, this Wolfpack for life still. Like he's still talking like about that. getting the. Uh, he's like, I, I like I had the NWO shirt on at uh, his daughter's party. He's mm-hmm. like, "Bro, I'm getting red one." So it's like for us, like you had to be there. You know, yeah. This is and I always have to say it. I don't argue wrestling. Um, like I'm not gonna argue with Bre- about Bret Hart and his promo skills. With anybody mm-hmm. born after '92, because you had to be there. <laughs> like, like it's certain things I'm just not gonna argue with. You know, I know oh, Stephanie man. Hardy That's was like, put it. "I was born in '92 or '93." Sorry, Stephanie. One, whatever year you said you was born in. Um, but I'm like, I'm not arguing with y'all because you didn't. You had to like a lot of stuff. You just had to experience. You had to no, experience. That, that's the, the truth. The Monday Night Wars changing the channel. It's like we had a, mm-hmm. a conversation with somebody a long time ago. If you couldn't experience the real attitude era, the real war, I'm not arguing with you about this. No, you know, like like you you would have your remote right here. You have your remote, and you would purposely and you would purposely have it on the last button. So that's all you yeah, have to <laughs> Like you would go, you would go. For me, it was like uh, it was zero nine and thirty one. Thirty one was TNT. And, uh, zero nine was was uh, was USA. USA. And yep. you would just flip like that away. You had to just hit the button, hit the back button over and over again. And that's how you would uh. Did you ever record that. it? Like so, one time I was at my grandma's house, and you can mm-hmm. see when I was changing the channels because if you record, if you hook the VCR up to the cable box, it's going to record whatever the cable box is showing. So like right. when I would go back and watch it, I was like, oh yeah, this one I changed the channel, you know. My I think it's, my dad was like a bootlegger because he we I didn't know how to record stuff at the time, but he used to like hook the camcorder up to the VCR somehow, and he would put oh, a yeah. blank tape in it, and yep. I was like. And and to me, so when they said do not record, I stayed away from it until I got a little bit older. And I was like, oh wait a minute, if I just put this t- blank tape of VCR, and uh, I was recording over home videos, I had to stop. <laughs> Ooh, yep. Got caught. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's the being that you had to be there. Yeah, man. See that that's a wonderful that's a wonderful thing, brother Brandon. Brother Brandon was twenty seven years old during that time, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see if you were paying attention, brother. But were you paying attention <laughs> to Crown Jewel as we prepare? Uh, I wrote to SummerSlam Survivor Series. Where am I right now? What what year is it? Crown Jewel. This is where we are right now. And I think we're ready to get going. Brian H. Ring the bell. There it is. Crown Jewel, good brothers. Uh, Rida, Saudi Arabia. I heard they made about fifty million off the show. <laughs> I thought that's what money. Roman was getting. Oh shoot! I listen. Who knows? I'm that joking. might be true. Though. Oh, oh, don't joke because I, I look. They got. They got. First of all, Saudi Arabia is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, be- beautiful place. It looked mm-hmm. like everybody has huge. Obviously, huge wrestling town. But this year's Crown Jewel was different from last year's Crown Jewel. It was inside. I think for obvious reasons. Um, you know, due to a little bit of political upheaval and you know stuff going on in the world. <laughs> but um what did you guys think is you know a little, little testy what did you guys think of this I'm year's uh, I just crown jewel crazy tweet 
Uh oh, I'm afraid to ask what it says. Nope, it says, not even mm-hmm. it says, Wade Keller says the CW was willing to offer the NWA an eight figure deal, and we thought Tyrus as the champion was the biggest botch in wrestling history. <laughs> oh man, wow, uh, mm. smoked it up. Here, well, let's just talk about it now. Well, let's put that on pause. NXT. <laughs> it's moving to the CW mm-hmm. in uh in 2024. We'll get back to Crown Jewel. There's plenty to talk about when it comes to that, but let's start here. I know Brian just wanted to bring this up earlier. He wanted to bring it to the attention, but let's let's talk about this now. Brian H, brother Brandon, you know, we're all business and television majors. So we're familiar with we're, we're, we're familiar with television and we're familiar with business practices. NXT back to the CW. 2024 mm. off of Fox, off of uh, excuse me, USA, as I believe SmackDown is moving back to USA. And um, there's a little bit of discrepancy going on. I know that as, as Brian has just kind of alluded to, there's a NWA is is looking like the laughing stop of the television wrestling community because I, apparently there was a rumored deal on the table, and for some mm. reason it fell through. But WWE, of course, pick up the pieces and now it's <laughs> back. To broadcast television 2024, no, you, know, you know why I fell through. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you you know that that the long arm of professional wrestling, <laughs> brother Brandon. How do you feel about NXT coming back to broadcast television? Um, now, now, CW, I, I asked it's... you for a reason because CW is is your, is your place. CW is yep, where and all I knew you was going. And yet, that's right. It used to live, but that's what I was going to say. CW has such a niche of programming to mm-hmm. the point that. You knew the target audience and the target demographic. Um, all of the superhero shows, I think, have now ended except for Superman and Lois, but because of the writer's strike, that's been kind of delayed. I believe that's the only one that's which, really Which left. is over by now, by the way. Yeah, I'm saying, but that was it would have been debuting. We would have been sure. watching some of the episodes now, but if you go on the CW streaming app, mm-hmm. it's um, which houses... Yes, it houses a lot of great content, mm-hmm. and it's pretty much free. You literally just sign on, and it's definitely that's free it. for the most part. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy it. <laughs> it's a few ads here and there, but it's not like every three seconds you got to add. But I think with the CW, it's going to give, it's going to give a ROH type of feel, like we used to get it on Sinclair Broadcasting, where okay. everybody can view it. But I know that if you look at the product that they've been given. It's mm-hmm. not appealing to the old wrestling fan, but it's appealing sure. to a, this is a cool wrestling. Let me go watch this. Let me check this out and see what a Tiffany Stratton is doing, what a Braun Breaker is doing. But, oh, wait, who's this Dominic Mysterio guy? Oh, he's Ray's son. Oh, okay. Who's, you know, why do I care about these? It's going to give you character development just like a CW show. Because, like, mm. when you look at CW shows, that's what it really was about. Like, True. who even knew that Sabrina the Teenage Witch was in Archie comics? I didn't know that until the uh, CW put it in your face. And I was like, she was? And then they did a crossover. You know, major events that they would do, they would cross over a lot of the shows that were connected. And let's be honest, some of the actors from the CW have crossed into wrestling and vice versa. So why not? The most famous one being Stephen Amell. Yep, Brian Nate, you, you brought the story attention for a very reason. <laughs> Adam, Adam Copeland, there you go. Cody, Cody Rhodes. Rhodes. 
And you brought let's a... go back to when... I'm about to say is there more? Oh, there's one, but go ahead. You brought go ahead, go ahead with your point. I think it's no, a good I... thing. I didn't expect it because I kind of written the CW off when they yeah, went I was from thinking, all that's superheroes what I was to confused. no superheroes. <laughs> yeah, I was confused. They, listen, they got live action superheroes now, they going old school. Mm-hmm. Brian H. Mm-hmm. What, what appeals what appeals to you the most about this I, this this concept? Like I said, I, I don't want to say it came from left field because I just might be out of the loop. But uh, I always assumed it was just a bidding war between maybe a you know USA or maybe some other type of streaming network. I know Hulu still, I believe they still aired the NXT product on their programming. But you know Hulu is also kind of like connected to some of these um like television studios. So there's like there's certain deals involved, but. How do you feel about, or what do you think about NXT moving to CW back to broadcast TV? Uh, I'm very excited. Um, there's always going to be a soft spot for me for wrestling on broadcast television. Uh, somebody who didn't have cable in their room. Yep. Uh, so it's like that that level of the playing field for a lot of us. Yeah, man, smack there because like, uh, and he's not here yet. But I mm-hmm. always had to depend on the, for me to find out what happened on Raw. It was going mm-hmm. to school Monday. Bars and brother Hugh, and especially yeah. like in seventh and eighth grade, I literally sat right behind him. So it was always like, oh, sweat, man. you know, we actually got in trouble a couple of times for that. Um, mm. <laughs> you know, because uh, we couldn't, those wrestling guys, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So that was the thing, it was just like, yo, um, but SmackDown, yeah, I was in, I was in those conversations, I was leading those conversations, and <laughs> now it's like you know, it, you know when when SmackDown with the Fox. Granted, you, everybody pretty much like you know cable or something. Uh, it was like still a big deal. You know, I remember one time mm-hmm. one of uh, my best friend Trika, she works down at a bar downtown, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yo, let me go down and get some food." I was like, "Hey, can you turn one of these TVs to SmackDown?" And she did. So, but being able to see that it was exciting. Um, Way more homes. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at the press release, I don't know if you had a chance to look at the press release, but uh, Nick Khan was like, you know, it's a, the excitement of being in millions of homes. It's a bigger audience, potential bigger audience. Oh, wow. See, I didn't, I didn't uh, even take all that into perspective. Yeah, but potential bigger audience because of, you know, it's network television. Uh, mm-hmm. They made sure they made people aware that this is where the established stars came from. That sure. being Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch, and Roman Reigns. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I said this earlier. You may think we, of course, we th- we thought about the NXT WrestleMania, right? Mm-hmm. And we was like, "Oh, they putting a dagger in Tony Khan. He wanted sure. to talk." They but the whole time, that was also an audition, mm. an audition for the CW. Okay. And whatever minds like, look, at any given time on this network, we could pull in a John Cena, an Undertaker. <clears throat> you need to pop a rating, or you know, mm-hmm. you want shock factors. Boom, we got them coming here. So that's what I'm excited about. Um, it's always cool to see, and, and and the reason why I definitely was excited because you know I knew that I knew that y'all watch more of the stuff on there than I ever did. The only thing I watch on CW right now is All American. Sure. Um, I was watching Wow when Sahara Sparse. <clears throat> <clears throat> Amber Rodriguez was on there, but now that she's retired, I tuned in a while here and there. Um, but you know, I was also thinking like the crossover appeal, crossover shows. I can mm-hmm. see Spencer James showing up on NXT in the crowd. I can mm-hmm. see um 
Carmelo Hayes looks like a college student or a recent college grad. Him and Trick Williams showing up on All American, mm-hmm. being as <laughs> oh a, yeah, being, that's why I said about the crossover. Yep. Yeah, that's so, I see that with those NXT. They can you imagine Chase U just making a appearance on any CW show with yeah. their Chase U stuff on, or not sure. only that, think about the promos that they could do for check out NXT on whatever night it's going to be on. But you know how they do the promos with all the characters from each show, and they all, all right. just come together. It's like the new home, welcome to the new Look, home type of deal. Bring my girl Samantha Logan from All American. Have her appear on NXT. Just put her in the front crowd. You know, it's it's a lot of right. stuff. That's that's what's going to be really uh, exciting about this. And it's you know, anytime Russell moves to a new channel, I personally think it's exciting because mm-hmm. you get to see how they block it. Sure. Um, yeah. I know what inside the NFL is a part of the CW network, so that's going to be interesting. NFL is king when it comes to sports. That's the sure. one thing they we always say the four letter NFL is king. Whatever, you know, so. If you can get close to that NFL spot, that's going right. to be huge because if you're leading in to the NFL show, that means you better have a strong closer. Or if you're mm. coming out of the NFL show, you better have a strong opener. Um, and I think with Shawn Michaels leading the charge, you're starting to see the dramatics. Oh, you know, yeah, definitely. You definitely. Look at they, they, they've been I'm telling you, they've been building this, you know. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing about WWE. We could think it's going to be this way. Whole time is this way, you know. And with Brooks and Jenner gonna be on Walker. <laughs> they gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, they were the first time that fit. <laughs> right. And, and 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 we we in for a ride, man. Um, twenty twenty four. I think Supernatural closed. Right, they finished Supernatural. That show, uh, that was their longest running show, right? I'm not sure, but I tell you this: people always want to say, "Oh, and so and so shouldn't go to NXT." If they, you know, PWR insiders saying it could be in a $30 million range wow. so per year, that's more money for talent. True. Well, Osprey. More earning potential. More earning go. potential. You know, Think about it. and you get a lucrative contract for that. I know. Yeah. yeah. People like Will Osprey and Julia, who could be, you know, upcoming free agents, NXT wouldn't be such a bad idea as they continue to build and make the brand stronger because you can get them. Look, we're going to give you more money and we're going to get you in front of a bigger audience. You'll get the I'm raw smack. I got a question mm-hmm. for you too. Mm-hmm. Is this the gateway for the NXT brand to branch off to the Europe, to the Japan, Australia? Is this a way for it to branch off? I think it is. It's because I think, I don't know how much of a global audience CW is going to like translate to, mm-hmm. but Anytime you're talking about putting more eyes on a product, you're talking about millions of millions of uh, viewers from home. And, you know, I think it just I think it opens up all those doors, to be honest with you, is because, like you said, Brian, H said it. Um, th- these are all test runs for the next thing. So I didn't even pay any attention, but they were like, no, that that episode with we're going to, you know, build around uh, this young talent. Give me. But we're also going to bring these familiar faces. And they kind of like validated this young talent, so people, go, oh, okay, that guy just got choked slammed by the Undertaker. I'm cool with him. Like, oh, that was pretty cool. Kamala Hayes, who's this guy that dabbed up Undertaker? Okay, he looks like me. You know what I mean? They, they were all. Te- I didn't even see it that way, but I was like, oh, you know what? When I look back at, it, I'm like, oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. Maybe this was a test run, and I feel like this is probably going to be the test run for that. You know, that kind of global expansion at the end of the day. Could yeah. so like I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing, 
you know, people in those areas that they're trying to appeal to show up on NXT all of a sudden. And, you know, you get these new characters that kind of cater to these, uh, you know, to those demographics and those places that they're trying to expand to. So, because who's going to say that with the CW streaming service, mm-hmm. we don't see, like, not necessarily take it from Peacock, but we don't see all of NXT UK available on the streaming service because that could be a way to say, are they, they can see how many people actually stream it. You know, right. like when you click on Netflix, you like the number one streaming thing or like you go on Amazon, number one is this. You put that on there and it's the top of the screen, the new hot thing. What exactly is NXT? That's not WWE and make right. it like its own brand. You can say, oh, this is NXT UK. And then if they get enough views on it, yep, we got a platform for it. Or not, because look at what the CW does with the shows. They put other shows on there that you're like, oh, I can go back and watch this. I can watch all of that and watch at your leisure. And that's and that's also uh to to that same point that we don't know what CW what CW is planning as this. I don't know if it's gonna be like maybe a reboot or they're trying to use this audience and platform to kind of spearhead everything else is because when they were when SmackDown was on like my network TV, which was mm-hmm. I don't want to call it a lower end quality broadcast, but it was just broadcast TV. It was free how, TV. Yeah, that, that's that's probably the best way to put it. That's how I got into stuff like two and a half men is because it was a leader, it was a, a follow-up like that where SmackDown goes off, you know, before I could change the channel, two and a half minutes on before you know it. I was like, Oh wow, the show's really, really funny. And you know, there may be some shows they may be trying to bring back, you know, whether they have syndication deals or whatever the case may be, to say, Okay, well, shoot, you know, we have an audience now, let's give them, you know, something familiar mm-hmm. to it. Or yeah. I know I know at one point, you know, Heels was trying to get, you know, what I mean, trying to shop for a new network television. You know, for for their show, you know, they're not on a uh, Showtime. I don't know if that yeah. show would, might be a little bit too uh, ah yeah Ugh. risque for broadcast television. You know what I mean? But it also depends on the timing because nowadays you can do and say anything on TV as long as it's after eleven o'clock. So I, I, honestly, I don't know. It, it, it could work. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, that's a good point. It could Cause work because yeah. it, it's it's not as bad. The the thing is, they just got to cover up the ladies, but it's not happening. Heels? Yeah, it's not oh, all okay. the time. I didn't know it was that risky. Well, it's on I, Showtime. Yeah. You know what that means. Yeah, but and it was more so in the first season and the second season. You know, he's trying to get the show over. So, um, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> trying to get the show over. You know what that means. <laughs> but, yeah, but that I'm always not about to, wrestling. Mm-hmm. That always go to. So I'm not sure because there's so many networks. Y'all gonna laugh? You know what I mean? Who's the parent company? Who owns it? Who's sure, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And I know at one point CW. The reason they got rid of the superheroes is because the parent company didn't want that type of programming, and that's why HBO Max had to make that shift. Is mm. the CW? What's that's what I'm trying to say. Are they com- is it is it is it Warner Brothers? Is it is it Warner Brothers that overall overarches all of them? See, I don't. I, don't, I can't I remember, I remember who's the. You know UPN, which way to go. UPN merged with somebody else. Maybe can UPN and WB. I'll see that. Yes. Go. Okay. Next star is the ones that wanted to shift the programming, right? Okay. Yeah. I, I guess. Yeah, it says next star media group and Paramount Global, the parent organization of the CW. But I think next star was the one that purchased the CW. And that's when a shift of we don't want the superhero genre anymore. And that's where a lot of stuff started being canceled. Sure. And that because the superheroes are just as prominent as wrestling. Like five days mm-hmm. a week, you can watch a almost 70s where you can watch every day i think but saturday you can watch a superhero show mm-hmm. yeah it definitely was that way at one point. <laughs> no. it was every day but 
I'm sorry, no, not on Friday. Friday and Saturday were only two days. I think you couldn't watch one. Because mm-hmm. Tuesdays and Wednesdays were that big days. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of big days, they had a big day on November 4th in Rida, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> As we shift back to Crown Jewel, we had to address Segway. NXT. Um, Segway. NXT. <laughs> No, it's all good. No, it's like I said, it's your show. You can do what you want, buddy. Crown Jewel. Uh, let's talk about the match card. You guys didn't really say whether you liked the card or not. It because I got I got a lot of mixed not feelings, but mixed reviews about the show. And I found myself like a typical wrestling fan, not paying attention. And I had to remember to keep these type of pay-per-views in its proper place and perspective and not look at it. I let the presentation mm. throw me off. And I'm like, no, I can't <laughs> let that happen. You can't let the presentation convince you that the show is more than what it was meant to be. And there's these, I call them to be continued pay-per-views, where it's like, this is just meant to move a story along. That's what I felt about uh, Crown Troop. But the, the match card itself had Seth Rollins and uh, Drew McIntyre for the WWE, no, excuse me, for the World Heavyweight Championship, Rhea Ripley in a fatal five-way with the rest of the ladies for WWE, for the Women's World <laughs> Championship. <laughs> the ladies. The rest of the day because it was 10 of them in there. Um, Solo Sikoa in uh against John Cena in the biggest match of his career, Logan Paul versus Ray Mysterio for the United States Championship, EO Sky versus Bianca Belair, Cody Rhodes versus Damian Priest, Roman Reigns versus LA Knight for the WWE Undisputed Universal Galactic Thanos Michael Jackson's Estate Championship. <laughs> I follow everything that might be a lot. Um so yeah, but what do you guys think about the pay per view overall? And th- there's a few moments that uh that I want to kind of highlight so we don't spend a whole lot of time because to you know surprisingly we're gonna wrap this up as we get on our road to Survivor Series. But um there's there's one there's one thing in particular we have to address. But what do you guys think about the show overall this year's Crown Jewel? Let me just give you two things that I've liked. There we go. Here we go. Solo Solo Sokoa destroying mm-hmm. John Cena. I thought that's exactly where it should happen. John said uh, knew the writer's strike was coming to an end. <laughs> and, and, and Solo is a, is a made man. Big time. And, and he's the guy that if I'm saying who's up next up as the Definitely. take down the tribal chief. Oh, so you're going, you going too far now. Yeah, after after he passes this guy. What about um, Goon? What about Goon Tai? Oh. Say there you go. Yes, I finally did what, what Brother Brandon does. I, I said something to make you change your mind and make you think about something versus Solo what you already thought about in the first place. That would be solid. That would actually be cold. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me that first. But um, <laughs> Jeffrey changes mind, and then Kyrie saying that come back right. because just when you got all the answers, they changed the questions. They're doing that lately. That's her, mm-hmm, her comeback. Mm-hmm. I just, I was like, wait a minute. Bailey looked confused. Mm-hmm. Bailey looked real confused. She was like, wait a minute. I mm-hmm. don't know. You know, and, and we could be seeing and war games. We, you know, you can pencil in women, yeah, boy. match, mm-hmm. etc. Right. Mm-hmm. What better way for that to be destroying damage control? Because after all, Kyrie saying, because you're like, look. Bailey been mistreating you. She don't really believe in you. You the champion, but she walking around carrying herself like she the champ. Well, so it's so much right there, and, mm-hmm. and then you still got the Bianca of it all. So I oh, man, this I tell you that like that right there, that moment, I liked it. I, I didn't like 
I didn't like how like that's just me being picky. It was I didn't it like was being, flat. Yeah, the finish, like her getting thrown in the ring and then hitting like, come on, bro. Like just just catch off guard knock out or something. You know what I mean? Sure. Some more something that, more a little more more dramatic. Yeah, it felt like Makes you sense. gotta get that spot in. They ain't no sense to me. But other than that, because sure. like you're not gonna get thrown in the ring and just like flat. Um but nah. other than that, I I like that. Those are my two favorite things. Everything else was just like, eh, kind of expected it, you know. Sure. In in uh, oh, uh in, in your house papers you on steroids, but the legal kind of back in the eighties, not the illegal kind. <laughs> anyway, uh brother Brandon, what were your thoughts on uh this year's crown jewel? Um similar to what Brian said, I can think of a couple things like I hate to say this because mm-hmm. y'all gonna know my reference. Why is Logan Paul giving me Young Bucks feeling of ROH? Okay. We, like we wanted to, we we wanted him to mess with. Like uh, I should hate you, but I can't because you're so good. And the Brian fact H. every match <laughs> with Logan bucks. Paul, I'm just saying every match with Logan Paul. Like I want to be like I don't want to watch him. I'm like he's just he's that good. good. He is. And How like he didn't do this full we time. We knew that was typical. That he was gonna win, but I'm like, why is he so good? Like, I don't understand. Like, what did he do? What has he done in his spare time to get so fluent with it? You know what I mean? Like, to get make he makes me feel like he's been a wrestler for more than what two years now. That's how he comes mm-hmm. off. That's how he presents yeah. himself. He, but not only that, his in ring work is just like I want to say flawless. The stuff that he does, I'm like, man, you should be botching, but you're not. And the fact that everybody's yeah. highlighting he saved Ray Mysterio, that's just he just got you it, minded. intuition. Yeah. yeah it's, oh shoot, let me save him because guess what? I'm not gonna be the one to say I ruined a legend. You know what I mean? Like he definitely yeah. saved him in the fact of how he caught him and put his knee down, like, nope, you ain't gonna follow. I got you. I'd He's rather like, nah, risk man, we, my shoulder we, being jacked up than there you, go. you messing up your neck. And and so, and I know that goes a lot for the boys in the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He got probably all of the respect. Like, you know what? You're good. And it's rare. Like, man. you say the legend. Like, oh, yeah. You, because that could have ended like early. That could have ended that, his ask, career ask, or his life. Ask Sabu. Remember that? I think Logan Paul, somebody, like you say, got respect in the back. I think he's probably, probably a nice guy. Sure. Um, and he's probably like very respectable and all that. It's probably a reason why people don't mind working with him. You think about it, this dude worked with Roman Reigns a year ago, a year ago to the day. Main event. Main event of the show. If he like, would have, like you know, right, and they're not going to keep, they don't care who you are. They're not, you know, a solid locker room is most important. So mm-hmm. they're not going to keep bringing you back, putting you in the ring with legends if you're not I wouldn't be business. surprised if it came out that he had his own wrestling ring and they were flying wrestlers to him to help trade him. Had, they had to be, be though. They had to you be. There's no way he just I, gets up and just be like, All right, I'm going to go run the ropes. I'm going to performance center for a week and I'm good. No, I'm mm, pretty sure no. somebody. Curtis some, Axel or somebody has been working him. Yeah. Hurricane, <laughs> somebody. They've been working him over. They're like, don't I'm come like to TV this week. I, 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 I like that right there. Because he over. No, I was going to say, Rick is going to get back. But no, they were going So that's. Oh, Logan yeah, Paul is a free agent, technically. Yeah, so he right? just, he can come and go as he pleases. I mean, so I Dwayne guess. brought up Solo becoming Intercontinental Champion. Boom, switch. That, well, so, done that's, that before. Yeah, they have this. That's <laughs> how we wind up with Gunther on Raw. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. that That was one of the highlights. Of course, Kyrie being back was another one. I just I hate and I, and I don't want to say this because I don't know if his, his dust is, like, becoming, like, smoke. 
stop with the just the person appeared. You know what I mean? Like it was like Kyrie's just there. He did the same thing with um what you call it, Nick Aldis. Oh, by the way, he's the general manager. You're like you definitely just no music, no the door. Yeah, so I'm like, like all right, like, the by the way, it's this guy. You're like, what? <laughs> like, like Ivy Niles is in the ring already. Like, oh look, she's there. You know, and I'm not saying everybody gotta have a big music pyro presentation, but it was like she's back. And it was like, oh, that's Kyrie Sade, you know, and I was like, okay, cool. And the only other moment that really I like the fact that what they're doing with Rhea, but I mm-hmm. don't like the fact either because she had that was a women's showcase match. Let's just say what it is. The fact mm-hmm. that women are in that space, yeah, no her entrance, yeah. people who didn't understand, but it's the simple fact that she's I don't want to call her the eradicator because I think she surpassed that. She's mm-hmm. just calling Rhea Ripley. Like she's just when she commands the attention in a different way. Like how Jay Cargill yeah. look you look at her and be like, that's a superstar. You look at Rhea like she's a badass wrestler. And I sorry about the language, but she just looks like she's like, Yep, everybody's gonna watch me. And the match was literally a showcase for women's wrestling over there because so many different styles, so many different spots. Big and time. it was like, I'm okay with it now. Yet again, and I sent you the clip the way I really mm-hmm. think that I love Seth Rollins, but I don't want to say his gimmick is getting stale, but I'm starting to feel like the clip I said, I'm, I feel like I'm rooting for the other person more than I'm rooting for Seth. <clears throat> yeah. I, I love all of his title matches. Yeah, it was like that where I, I wanted Shinsuke to win and I wanted Drew to mm-hmm. win. And I'll ask you, um, so I, I'll segue into this because I had a few questions for you guys. I want to get your two cents on it. Like I said, we're, we're almost done. We're going to wrap this up soon. But um, do we finally get Drew McIntyre turning heel? To me, this is like a slow burn. Like he's been getting more and more frustrated. I'm noticing his behavior changing. And I'm saying to myself, is, is it time for, uh, for Drew to uh, finally turn heel? I, oh, or is he already there? Because I'm he he looks I'm like yo, he's had enough. Yeah. He's or does he morph into that? Does he morph into like and I'm not saying icon legend of Undertaker, but how mm-hmm. Undertaker could be heel or face, but you just wanted to see him. Like you knew you were gonna either cheer or boo him depending on who he was wrestling, sure. but you wanted to see him. Drew's in that space that people still want to see him. We still going back. I'm like, we get it. They appealed to our human side. We said Oh, I'm not coming to save everybody now. That's a problem. Why can't I do what's for me? Sure. And people didn't boo. They were like, "Well, oh, he got a point now." I oh yeah, okay, I get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I Drew, Drew looks like he belongs to be a champion. But you, you mm-hmm. say you think it's time, Brandon? Yeah, I think it's time. I think it's time for him to turn heel. Uh, man, it's it's crazy because it's like you got Damian Priest penciled in. Let's call mm-hmm. it what it is, right? Mm-hmm. But you could have. Do with you? Your, I'm gonna ask that later on. Or do you? Yeah, I, I'm, I don't know, man. We, things things have changed, and then I'm looking at him like, bro. He, I, I don't want to say he's lost momentum, but I just think it has shifted elsewhere. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, you're not wrong. It's kind of making me want to go back and look at some other <laughs> t- briefcase you, holders. Yes, <laughs> because like you, you, it's different. Yeah, because he shouldn't. Because you know, like when Daniel Bryan had the briefcase, right? Sure. You remember he went on like a losing streak, but yeah, that was yeah. Remember we were pissed, bro. Remember that? Yeah, and it was essentially so lost the United States Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So now you say something, it don't look like that with Priest. That's almost oldest levels. I, I mean, now, I was going to say it's oldest. It's going to be oldest Yep. Remember he won it by accident because that was the same year Oscar. 
Oscar overshadowed him because that was that match. They all, yeah, they was all wrestling. It was like Otis, really? He's gonna be world champion. This gimmicky guy. I wanted to be AJ Styles when they joined Dryden and and, and it was, I said, "Come on, bro." Vince but loved Otis. He he did, but see, and that was also do that awkward pandemic yeah. where you, you didn't know what was going on. Just throw stuff at the wall. Yeah, like we just <laughs> we're all on the we're on the same roof. We got to be creative. There's nobody Oscar here. Keep dancing. Yeah, just and put this and put this black thing on your stomach. Cover you up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I I, I think I think <laughs> I think it's only a matter of time. <laughs> Before we see like the extent of because you look at Drew, he looks like he belongs to be a champion. He can't just keep walking around there for long, being like a lone drifter. Mm-hmm. Speaking of oh, lone look. drifters, it's ladies the, and gentlemen, what's up, Gumps? We like to welcome to the show, the brother the Hugh. Has the third has entered the building, brother Don't Hugh? Tell you I, came I, to work. Mind your business. Listen, mind your business. I'm Check glad. Out. I'm glad you are here, man, because now we can get your two cents on uh. Crown Jewel. We're actually wrapping up with a uh, Crown Jewel, and we're going to talk about the uh, kind of the, this 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 slow road to Survivor Series because it'll be here before you know it. War games, but um, war games. <laughs> like the I like the Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce is. You want to play games? <laughs> I liked it. I know a lot of people say, "Oh, it wasn't regal," but shoot, I thought Scrap Daddy did his thing. The old scrap was tapping old, it to his old, his old, old scrap iron. I'm so happy for him he gets the actual <laughs> as a run as a WWE character because he has earned it. Um, <laughs> you know, you talk about it. that that guy was the he was the booker for Ring of Honor at one point while while working weekends and being the NWA champion. This was be this was before they they were before he got brought out. You know, by uh, he paid his dues. Yeah, big time. So now you know he was you know. I yeah, remember man, leave, showing up on TV. Leave him alone, what man. Is, leave Adam alone. Thank you, thank you, brother. Who? Thank you. This is always the grace, grace and the mercy. The gums gotta stick you, together. Bro. You're right. The, y'all gums stick together. Hey, y'all go. They they come in here fighting. There you go. <laughs> That's what's welcome. Man. That's your welcome to the show, brother. Hugh. Right. Um, coming so from Drew the biggest McIntyre. gump of all. <laughs> Drew McIntyre. I was not. I was not even a gump by the king of the gumps. But continue. Drew McIntyre turned heel. This is uh. <laughs> this is this is a good time for we. Uh, I'm also adding a new segment to the show because we need. We need sponsorships. So, <laughs> brother Hugh, I'm glad you're here. Yes, sir. We have a new, we have a new, a new segment coming to the show. Where each week we're just gonna, we're gonna just gonna highlight it. We're just gonna turn it into a segment. We kind of always talk about it, but we're just gonna break it down so we can give people an opportunity to sponsor our show. So I call this segment "Good for Business or Bad for Business," sponsored by you. So if you out there, you want to sponsor the rest of the channel, we have a spot for you to highlight your show and get a. A paid ad right here for the good for business, bad for business segment. We just finished talking about uh Crown Jewel. We talked about Logan Paul. Now we discussed his prowess, we discussed his ability to work in the ring and his chemistry with it seemingly everybody he has gotten in the ring with, as far as the delivery on the microphone, his ability to work inside the ring. A lot of people feel some type of way about once again what is considered to be a part-timer, even though you know he's a superstar, so he it's, there's leverage to his his schedule. You know it's no different than Roman, anybody else's. But how do you feel about Logan Paul being the uh, athlete? Because he's not and 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 social. He's an athlete, social media juggernaut, as well as a professional wrestler, becoming the United States champion and kind of representing the WWE brand as champion going forward. How do you is, is it is it good for business or is it bad for business and why? Man, it's great for what? business. 
Oh wow! So that's that's a different. We got a great. Please do tell. Yeah, it's great for business. He elevates the the wrestling industry to another stratosphere. Like it. Excellent point. Like he's a uh, like you said, he's a megastar. He's a superstar. A YouTube sensation mm-hmm. came through. So he's bringing more eyes to the product. Um, more sponsorships are coming. You know, Prime and everything else that he brings, and plus the cross branding with um, what he, the boxing that he does and everything else that he does. Mm-hmm. It's great for business. It just it just brings more money, more more eyes to the to the uh, industry or to the product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, plus it's, it's, it, and plus it's better to, to see the belt on him as opposed to Rey Mysterio. No disrespect, but I mean Rey Mysterio is is you know how I feel about him. We've been trying to send him home. I was I think you just kind of disrespected him. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know you had heat with Rey Mysterio, brother. He would did I miss nah, him? No, nah, I'm just tired of seeing him. <laughs> I just Okay, that's. I mean, that's fair enough. He's been around like, for five, five decades. He gonna approach him. He, 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 he can still go, but it's just... you're like, hey man, what's up, man? How you doing? How can are you talking to me, crazy man? What's up, brother? You man? Here's the third. I heard you were cool, man. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought we were gonna approach you, but um, I, I mean, I get it. Nah, but I, I, mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go no, ahead. I was gonna say, I, I was about to say, I, I, I love him and all, but I mean, I'm just, let's just hang it up, bro. Like, like and, and, go ahead. Into into that point. I think that's uh, I know Brian is just talking about how he's not always a fan. Was it was it you, brother Brian? Which one you guys okay? We're mm-hmm. saying you guys aren't the biggest fan of these um these super long title reigns, which I understand, but it's like the benefit of it is by the time it's time for them to drop the title, you're kind of ready for the next, you know, the next guy to come along. And I, I don't think too many people were uh visibly disappointed in uh Rim Steel dropping the title to <laughs> but let, uh, me, Logan see, let me say this mm-hmm. about a title reign. Yes, no, I, you gonna talk about that Proverbs Wu energy drink? You heard that shit. <laughs> oh wow! So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so when we talk about long title reigns, it's the problem I have with them is that when you have superstars, we're in the industry that they're fighting for that title, right? That's right. how you establish. I've made it. I'm that person. Childhood dreams, whatever you want to say, and then you got people like let's just look at Raw. Yes, Gunther has a dominant run, but how many more people would we like to see that strap on and see what they can do with no, nobody the, in a cardinal title? Of course, no, you. None. That's why I said that. But look at the United States title. We <laughs> hated on Austin Theory. We're yeah. like, okay, Ray got it, but we wanted Santos to get it. We wanted LA Knight to get it, but we're like, okay, Logan Paul has it. It's going to be something different. All right, we didn't, we don't like Logan Paul, but we're okay with it. No, y'all. So don't like, Logan Paul. so so is it good for business or bad for business, brother Brandon? It's great for business. Remember, I said okay. that I kind of was I was expecting him to win money in the bank just so he could go around and do media runs and be like, look, I'm gonna guarantee title shot for whatever title I want. Yeah, now he's gonna I'm, go around and say, I'm a WWE champion, great boxing this wrestling um this match. I'm about to go in this boxing match with the title yeah. coming to the ring. He done called out bad bunny. Oh see, I, that's what no, I was waiting see, for. I don't think I don't think he can do that. Is he is he ready for that to carry match? Usually it's one wrestler, one celebrity. You know what I mean? One one guy. It's I like, think I have a gimmick match. I think, I think have a yeah, I think yeah. the match will be match? better. Because no. I think they put in the work. It's, it's just going to be... It, no, it's going to be... too know, much life insurance right. on the line. That's true. It's got to be a multi-match or something. But you know how be, yeah. Sean, mm-hmm. uh, Triple H and Stephanie Man versus Kerning or Ronda Rousey look like the most yeah. rehearsed match ever? Mm-hmm. That's going to so? be that match. Yes. I enjoyed that match. No, it was, it, it was good. But, but it looked predictable. I, because you gotta figure, as good as Kurt Angle is, it's been a while since he had been in like the WWE ring, right? Sure, and then yeah. Triple H yeah. is obviously like, you know, commander in chief in that. 
but this is Ronda Rousey's first match. So yeah, that match was that match was like probably they probably wrestled that match thirty times before they went out there to get down to the second because you could tell if something wasn't right. You know, it was like hold on, hold on, that's not next. It's like you were dancing, like you knew. And they were both like the characters were strong enough that the crowd wouldn't change them, right? So like if if it would have been, you know, it wouldn't have you wouldn't have had no Rock and Hogan situation where it's like, oh shoot, they done switched up. We gotta change this whole thing. Or even Brett and Owen at WrestleMania 10. So Mm -hmm. I think with um, Bad Bunny and Logan Paul, that's the thing. That's why I think it would be a good match. I think they would rehearse it. They would get down pat. You you go. I mean, you got all those producers in the back. They're gonna make sure. You know. Sure. No, Mm -hmm. I just so so good for business, bad for business, Brian H. Great, great Great for business. business. Like you like we we talked about the YouTube alone. His social media problem being bigger than WWE somehow, some way. You know, the kids love him. Mm-hmm. Why not? No, I, I mean I, people I, gonna I, buy that belt because of him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting I, to see if he's gonna have custom side plates. Like that's what I'm waiting for to see. You know, he's <laughs> no, I'm saying so that way we can see how much more, how many more belt sales they're gonna have based upon him. He's gonna wear that around his waist probably everywhere that he goes. Do you think it's gonna be prime side plates? I think Logan Paul. Well, no, he calls himself the Maverick. It's gonna be him jumping. That little yeah, image okay. that he got. Oh, it's that gonna little be that thing. Little, yeah, it's gonna be probably that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's let's. I, um, I checked his social media. I mean, his YouTube. There's nothing on there with him with the belt. And yes. Yeah, I'm just mm-hmm. looking to see. Even something. Yeah, I don't see right. anything on there. If it's SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, good point. They probably. Oh lord. He won't be on the Grayson Waller effect. They probably won't be on Prime because of the C4 deal. Okay, right. uh, we won't have prime side okay. place, you know, because C4, which I can't find the WWE C4 here. Hmm. It's okay. All of it's gonna make the kidneys explode, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> so, with with the with that being said, um, brother, brother, you tell, what do you think about Crown to you overall? I know you know you, you kind of I don't want to leave you out, but uh, I know the brothers, uh, they, they were. Pretty solid on it, you know. Did like I say, kept it in perspective. But what, what was your take about Crown Jewel overall? Did you did you feel like it it did what it's meant to do? Did you feel like uh, it maybe left you more questions than answers? How'd you feel about it, bro? It it, it did what it was supposed to do. It, it ran numbers, yeah. And every everybody got what they wanted to see. The sure. major thing that I that I loved about it was was mm-hmm. Kyrie. Thing. Yeah, um, I yep. was talking to brother Brandon about that when man. When she came out, we went crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean that—that that was the best part of the show for me. Um, no, tell yeah. them the moment that we. we, we <laughs> yeah, y'all was watching together, right? Oh, on that's right. Road. Yeah, we, we was on the road. Gotcha. <laughs> his iPad, and I was driving, <laughs> and I look over. I said, "Who is that? Over here? Is that? Oh, that's my girl. Oh, and I forgot for a minute I was driving, and he was like, oh, that's Kyrie. Oh, that's Kyrie. Oh. <laughs> I forgot I was driving for that." For that moment, because I was like, wow. man, I was like, what did I say? That elbow, and it was, oh, the elbow. Right. Oh, to be a fly on the wall for that one. That'll be like, he's sitting there watching yeah. the iPad. Like, Wait a minute, because he was holding the iPad on his lap, trying to watch it, show me while I'm driving. And I'm like, oh, what? Is it? I said, and the first time I was like, why Dakota got all red? Oh, that's not Dakota. I was like, oh, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Oh man, it was uh yes, definitely. That that would have made it that much more better for me. I probably would have enjoyed it that much more if I got to see uh freaking Brandon Mark out over his girl. Because as soon as yeah. she came back, he was like, Oh yeah, you know, because my girl's back. I said, I already know, bro. I knew what it was as soon as I what saw it. I didn't recognize elbow. it. Yeah, I didn't yeah. I didn't recognize it. The I was like, I was like, Oh, the pirate princess, but I'm like, Well, wait a minute, like it's like a 2005 pirate, not like old school pirate, <laughs> but uh yeah, what, yeah. He, went, he definitely went off when when, she, <laughs> when he saw who it was. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Yeah, he swerved a little bit. I was like, hold on now. But uh, she's back. He tied the seatbelt. He tied the seatbelt. Remember what? Turnpike. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I, I think I was. At, that was the point. I was hitting 80 miles per hour. So we got. Yeah. We should have put, put GoPros in the front of your car like they did on on a ride along. <laughs> right. That, that would have been great. Sheesh. <laughs> and then Bailey, like Dylan said, Bailey's. Um, Face, yep, was yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's the one it, I though. took out. It was perfect, it, that, exactly. That's what sold it. That it was perfect because at first I was like, Oh, snap, they got a new member of damage control. But then I was like, Wait a minute, Bailey looked like she wasn't expecting to see that. But EO was more than happy to see her, and I was like, Mm-mm. But remember, EO is the I mean, what you call it? Bailey is the reason that Kyrie was written off TV. Oh, that's something. Oh, you business. forgot that, didn't you? You forgot I did. that, didn't you? I, I didn't even, yeah, I started, remember. I, I Wait a she minute. was beating her up backstage, and that's when Oscar lost her belt because she went to go save her. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, the plot thickens. That's why Bailey. That's why Bailey was looking like, oh shoot, like oh, I hope she doesn't. You ain't got Mercedes yet. That's why I said Bailey gonna need friends soon because everybody gonna leave her. I, I don't I, know if it was Brian I, H or, or you, Brandon. My fault that uh that had me under the impression that that uh, Sasha Banks might be making a return soon. I don't know who gave me that. Somebody said somebody's talking about you, brother. Brother Brandon, me and you were talking, yeah, on our two-hour conversation. Yeah, because he was like, "Oh, you know, because her contract." Because I was like, "Wait, wait, what? Wait a minute!" I was like, "Oh yeah, she's really. I don't think she signed no long-term deals with anybody." And I know she's injured right now, um, trying to recover. And 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 we were talking about well, Triple H is in charge now fully, and she knows that her issue was with. She just she only did New York Comic Con lately. Hmm. She's been she's been quiet once again. Brother Brandon's uh, causing these thought-provoking situations where you have to rethink the situation, but. Crown Jewel was exactly what it was expected to be. It sounds like it, it went over okay. It was, it, it was, you know, the people in Rita, Saudi Arabia really enjoyed it. Huge wrestling audience. It came across great on TV. But uh, I guess the last question of the night that I have for you good brothers is uh, what's next for LA Knight? He went into this match with uh, Roman Reigns. This was just an introduction match to say, let's let's get you associated with main event scene. Let's, let's let the people know that you are at least worthy to be in a ring with our main event player, our megastar, which is a good thing is because it shows that you belong in a conversation. And for LA Knight, right. this is his season to be in a conversation. He's not meant to be the guy. He's not meant to be, um, you know, up next, anything like that. But he's he's a contender. And sometimes that's as big of a deal as actually winning the title because everybody's not meant to win the title. But you're also – but if you're meant to be a contender and you're in that conversation, it does, it does well for your career and whoever else you work with going forward. And it seems to me that's that's what they were trying to do with Ellen. I I never for one minute thought like, oh, this could be mm-hmm. it. Um, but I knew I knew why they did what they did. But mm-hmm. the question is, what is next for LA Knight? Where does he go from here? Like you you lost to the top draw of the company. I can't imagine you getting a rematch. Roman only wrestles eight dates a year. That's true. Um he's on, he's on that he's on that Brock Lesnar schedule. Mm-hmm. So and he already did seven of them, so he got right. his one more in New York show. Right, so 
Here so we go. In order, Here we go. <laughs> in order to stay relevant, what do you guys think is up next for LA Knight? Uh Who I like what Jalen said, move the move that man to Raw. Um yeah. I think that would be the death of LA Knight. Wasn't he already on Raw or was he always on SmackDown? He was on SmackDown. Nah, he was, uh, he was, Smackdown. He was yeah, Maxine right. Dupree. I mean, he was, he was Maxine Dupree. Dupree. Right. Ma- I mean, Max Dupree. Why call him Maxine? Uh, that's Keith uh, Ape's sister. I, I think he has an issue with Jimmy. You know, Jimmy cost him. So I think that's he's going to be dealing with that, dealing with okay. the bloodline issues, uh, or dealing with Jimmy and Solo by himself. So he, you know, so he joins the war against the bloodline. Pretty much. That's what, okay. That's what, that's where I was going with it. Like um, I'm uh, he already fought solo, right? Sing and singles, man. Yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he did. But, but, I mean, yeah, but not, not solo that beat John Cena. He solo gonna be a different right. man. Right, he's gonna be mm-hmm. a different man. Because now he's gonna yeah. join the Honor White team. Like now yeah. it's like like the, the, uh they say when you're a Raven, you're not mm-hmm. a Raven till you beat the Steelers. Sure, it's like exactly. you're not a, in the bloodline till you beat John Cena. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well. But that's, that's next for him. That's that's definitely what's next for him. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people out there that's still talking about a U.S. title, but uh, he doesn't need that right now. Logan Paul needs to hold it for a little while. Yeah, he got you know, he's got to do a couple of media stops first. Mm-hmm. He got I, 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 box I, first. He got to go yeah. into a boxing match first with he's the gonna, belt. With the belt, yeah. Crossover. He's probably loving that. Like, go ahead. Yeah, match him in the ring. ring. If, I mean, if in the loses. crowd for a UFC fight. If he loses, he's gonna say, I still lose my United States championships, and this is all that matters anyway, because technically WWE's bigger than boxing, regardless. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I might have lost that fight, but I ain't lose this championship. Back in the like, day, though, he would have he would have dropped that belt. Yeah, that's that's what happened when they said uh the fight between was it I don't know, was it Mike Tyson and Buster Douglas? He was Mike Tyson was originally supposed to be the special guest referee yeah. for some type of thing, but he Russell lost yeah, yeah, SummerSlam. Yeah. With uh, SummerSlam, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with uh yeah. Zeus and um Macho Man, I guess Brutus yeah. Beefcake. And, and they um, yeah, they were busted Douglas. They said he won, so they're like, I think who's who's where did I get that story from? Was it it might have been Bruce Pritchard? Pritchard. Yeah, yeah, yeah I had, I, what was I thinking? But yeah, so uh as as Crown Jewel wraps up, man, we we're like uh where are we at now? We are in like almost in the middle of uh we're, we're still at the early middle parts of uh November, and you know the survivor series is around the corner, and so far we have war games kind of um set up for Survivor Series, which makes sense. And, you know, it's, I think it'll make the holiday season fun for one of the former traditional big pay-per-views for the WWE. And there's a lot of potential opportunities and matchups that we could possibly see. And they really haven't said too much about it now, but I know they will in the upcoming days and weeks and, or so on and so forth. But, Good Brothers, is there anything in particular outside of the War Games match that you would like to see uh, come to Survivor Series? Uh, I know we're, like I said, we're on the road to Survivor Series, and I know there's going to be this slight build to it, but Anything you, you expect to see, anything you would like to see this year for uh, Survivor Series besides the War Games match? Oh, I was gonna say a women's war game, man. I want to see uh, okay, right, right, right. Brother, I'd like to see Brandon's uh, favorite superstar. The song rounds with boop boop boo why boo do we <laughs> I'm not saying the words. I'm saying it rounds with that. I was, I was just, I was just, I was just about to say that. Like I was just about to say, Brandon's favorite superstar, CM Gump coming through. You know, she by beach a Hawaii. Oh, I heard. Brandon, you got the card over there. I heard it got moved because it's crazy. I nobody brought that up because yeah, they got all this noise in the background about him. Yeah, and you know, I 
I heard it. I I didn't fact check it. That that's part of the reason the Fox didn't renew their deal because WWE isn't playing their game anymore, and they want to see a Punk back, and they said no. Um, what? So yeah, no. that's one of the reports I, as to why. Why, Fox why did they want him back? You had Roman. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got you got to think about. Remember when SmackDown first came? It was supposed to be a sports filler. It's more wrestling than sports. That's why they loaded it with so many other athletes in the beginning stages. Sure, and remember yeah. how they did with the draft. They tried to make it like to appeal to other sports fans to give them that more crossover. Right. So even though WWE is lucrative in the eyes of Fox, they mm-hmm. didn't bring the extra viewers. That the numbers didn't do what they thought the numbers would do based upon the money that they gave them. So sure, now yeah. when they go back to USA, they're gonna look like a super, you know, ratings draw because it's a different scale. Sure. Different scale. Cable, and yeah. don't get me wrong, I don't think CM Punk is the answer to anything. Um, <laughs> nope. I honestly don't. Stay but away. I'm gonna say this: if, if if he comes there, what? Why? Like I, oh, LA Knight Cabarium, maybe. Um, Roman Cabarium, absolutely. Randy Orton could RKO him out of nowhere. Yes, Drew could Claymore. It's so many things. I feel like everything that he would do would be in a a burial state, like not we're going to elevate him. Mm-hmm. We have people that you've been elevating for the last year. You got, we've been working towards these mania moments. Sure. I think WrestleMania this mm-hmm. year is going to have the most moments and most memorable things because we have these superstars that have been carving out things for themselves at the B pay-per-views, the C level yeah. pay-per-views, the A, the big four. So when we get the mania, the two night and even for stand to deliver, is that the one that's going to be at WrestleMania? Standing deliver. Yeah. The NXT. NXT. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, think we're going yeah. to see things that will show when you have the superstar, you don't need the superstar yesteryear. And that's what CM Punk is. We mm. don't need him. Do we need mega power there? Do we need something else? I think it's enough star power that, let's be honest, look at Crown Jewel's thing. That was the WrestleMania for Saudi Arabia. It was, yeah. If, if you think about it, that's their WrestleMania. So if they can produce that, look at Backlash. That was like a WrestleMania level for them. Mm-hmm. So now when you do a, a two-night WrestleMania and you want to have impactful matches, like we don't even care that we haven't seen the Intercontinental title on a pay-per-view in how long, but because we see it on Raw. We True. know we have a destination. Yeah. So bringing a CM Punk right now is going to kind of sour the taste of certain things that you're already building. Like you keep That's fitting true. Logan Paul into certain spaces, he's not oversaturated. Bad buddy, we want to see him. We want to yeah. see certain things. Do we really want to see Punk? No, we want the controversy that Punk comes along with him. You, you so that's my hacking, thing, brother. Yeah. Like you talk, you talking real? You talking yeah, real? I mean, that's that's my only thing. Like I don't need the controversy because the wrestling business without because the whole thing. He comes back. Let's say he comes back in Chicago. The first thought is, how long is this going to last? We had the same thought about Edge. Oh, is he on backstage already? Oh, look, he's getting on Ricky. But now, are we even talking about Edge on this show? Do I even mention Adam Copeland? No, that's why they got to keep saying. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's nothing surrounding him. So you bring CM Punk back now. Mm -hmm. Royal Rumble, he comes and he botches something. Oh, my God, but it's okay. It's CM Punk. He hasn't wrestled in so many years. Oh, my God, it's okay because it's CM No, stop making excuses. We don't need him. His time is over. But, he ruined his but, career. 
No, go ahead, go ahead. My bad. No, go ahead. No, no, but what's the but? No, what's I'll, the but? I, I was like, no, I was gonna say, but if you were going to bring him in, where would you slot him in? He would have to gotta be the rumble. It's gotta be if you want to bring him in, it would have to be you talking about for the survivor series or in general. I'm talking about in general. If you on your way up to WrestleMania, because if he came to Survivor Series, what's his match at WrestleMania? LA Knight. What's his match at Mania? Yeah. Mm. I mean, either way, he's still not getting the main event. Yeah, if you know him, Cody and Roman, let's just say what it is, right? Because remember, I joked about just give us that fatal four way because everybody keeps having this speculation. But if it's going to be Cody and Roman, Guther and Seth, where does he fit? Because LA Knight and him. The promo battle is going to be the thing, but mm-hmm. do we want to waste LA Knight's time on a CM Punk? That's, I don't well, think we have, waste the time. I think the draw. Wait a minute, let me finish it. Go ahead. But you have an LA Knight that you can put him anywhere and build that moment somewhere else. But, but, but where where would you put it at? Like you you it's like Brian they said we're trying to make these moments, so it don't it don't got to be like you know what I mean. He don't got to. He's not there to have a five star match. Like like oh no, I'm not going. He's never going to do that. <laughs> that's he's what I'm saying. Like he's 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 there for the pump and circumstance, the start and the finish. So like that, you hear the music, you hear LA Night, you had the fans, the fans fighting each other over who they want to cheer for because they're split because they're happy seeing CM Punk because of CM Punk, and then you have a global a global audience like WrestleMania. So you're gonna have like it's not like you're going somewhere where it's like all young folks. You know you're going to be there with all the old school wrestling fans of yesteryear. Here and CM classic fans, and you know, like you said, people want to hear they I want to hear CM Punk's theme music at WrestleMania just for the sake of sticking AEW, you know what I mean? And then you have LA Knight coming out, and the fans are chilling, LA Knight, CM Punk going back and forth because they're two like anti hero, trash talking, like you know what I mean, uh, guys. And it's and it's just for the moment, like you know, yeah, the matches are going to be with the matches. D- there you go, that's the cute. Oh my gosh, can you imagine that? That opens the show. Yeah, yeah, I would say that's the only the, way it would work. Day one. one, no, I'm saying day one opening match is those two. That's the only way I would see it working. But I'm mm-hmm. just in like, but then I guess my storytelling me the Monday after all, what do you do? That's that. That's the Bruce Pritchard. <laughs> he said the same thing. Now, where do you go from here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like because LA Knight goes over, he has to, you know. But I, don't, I don't you know, know what I, just, I'm I don't think follow need... up. Kevin Owens after Austin. That was Mc, yeah. that was McMahon's fault though. Yeah, that was say, that was all McMahon was so freaking lazy. He invested that whole thing and made Kevin Owens look good. And then after that, he had him like Nothing. we were like, dude, what is he doing? That he's supposed to have all the, in the world. Same thing, <laughs> Burn Corbin. Ezekiel remember Burn Jackson. Corbin over Kurt Angle, and it was like, never mind. We just like, forgot about it because because Vince McMahon will book for the moment. He wants to give the fans yep. a great show that night, and then it's like we'll figure it out later. He's gonna sit on the plane for six hours and try to make it make sense now. And, and, then, and then force feed it, and the writers are like, "Bro, this doesn't make sense." They're like, "Oh, we're gonna make it make sense now." You're like, nobody's gonna remember that. Nobody's gonna remember that. You should have just left Who the cares? moment alone. Mm-hmm. But no, nah, listen, I, I I agree with both your sentiments. It's 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 crazy because it's such an interesting argument that you made. I didn't even think about it that way, one way or another. Because on one hand, you're right; they really don't need them, and I don't really think that I'd be shocked if they brought him back. It's because it's like, well, you, for what reason? WWE's doing huge yeah. numbers, breaking records, and Triple H and Shawn Michaels are always on this youth movement kick. That's one thing that we notice. They're always, they're constantly introducing new faces as much as possible. But the last thing I'm going to say about this, mm-hmm. Triple H hasn't had, and I, we know his creative reign has only been, let's say, a year. Let's just call it a year. Sure. He yeah. hasn't had controversy or some kind of scandal 
in his reign, and I know it's the first year, you mm-hmm. introduce a CM Punk, that's going to open up a potential issue. You know, and I know we call it all out brought, but he doesn't, the locker room is happy. The only time he was depressed or bad things came out about the locker room is when Vince was back to remotely changing things. He was doing this, you know, that's where the negative turmoil came. And we saw evidence. So if it wasn't true, we saw it when you stop seeing a JD McDonough or Tegan Knox on Monday Night Raw. When you start seeing, you know, a, a long segment or a squash match or, you know, changing of this is what's advertised and this is what you get. So Triple H is doing checking off more things, right? Let them mm-hmm. continue to do that because the TKO power said, Vince, go sit down. Let him do this. We made money when he did this. Go sit down. There you so, go. So mm-hmm. Vince McMahon, cool. and was it you, Brian, that said CM Punk would be the equivalent to like um, uh, Warrior coming back or something? It was like it would be Triple H's. Uh, you made a comparison. I was like, damn, that is true. Like you said yeah, something this, about this I think is, it was Bruno. His Bruno, that's what it was. And I was like, that's the only way I see it working when you said it that way. I was like, dang, so it's going to happen. I think it will happen. I don't know if it's the right timing. Brother Hugh, let's play devil's advocate a little bit. It's because everything you're saying, once again, it makes sense. But then there's another side to it that we really haven't addressed. What if CM Punk is finally, like, really finally settled down? Like, okay, I've seen what life is like away from WWE and another company. And WWE seems like paradise can play through this place. And this is my last shot. I'm getting older. I can have a loyalty run where I can wrestle a little bit and still make a lot of money. I can get me a nice Legends deal, get merchandise, and I, and I can get my name back in the halls of, of this guy was one of our top guys and have a right attitude. It's because I did hear that he was a positive influence on a lot of the young talent backstage. He just didn't like the fact that it didn't have any structure. He, liked, he didn't like the fact that he wasn't respected as a vet. It's because... Mm-hmm. They have no vets backstage. It's like an indie show. You know what I mean? What, what if he realizes, you know what? I don't need to come here acting a fool. My, my time is up. I just want to come and have a CM Punk run. Just, just show my face every once in a while. Have a good match every once in a while. Get all the merchandise. Get all the action figures. And then and then get a chance to work with young talent because that's something he was an advocate for. Even before he left in 2012, he was, one of, he was the first WWE champion to go down to NXT working with Seth Rollins. They were tagging with each other. He would do promos with them. He was an advocate for what Triple H is doing right now, even though he said your idiotic son-in-law is going to be running this place even when you're done. But at the end of the day, Triple H's version of WWE is the vision that CM Punk had. Maybe this is what he's been waiting for. I don't know. Is is he that stubborn that he would mess it up that much more? Or is it possible that this brother could have had a change of heart and said, you know what? I, I was away. I see how bad this place can, how things can really be. And compared to this, WWE's not so bad, especially now with Triple H in charge. Is it possible? He's getting older. He's been in trouble. Like, uh, anything is possible. But uh, don't, don't don't give me the wrestling thing. I, I, just get, I don't, don't, I never don't, say never. I, I understand that if he does come back with that type of attitude, um, there's a couple of matches I would like to see. You know, him, Seth, maybe him, and, and if he's going to work with some of the younger stars, maybe an Austin Theory or Grayson Waller, somebody like that. But to be honest... Overall, mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't really want to see him at all, to be honest. <laughs> I like to be Punk, honest. But I could do without him. I want you look. I like. I, I like Sam Punk, but I like, really can do. I can do without. Like him. What, what Brandon was saying. Where, where are you going to slide him in? Like it's just too much going on right now. We have too too much talent, or you have too much talent going like they're already building themselves. So it's like there's nowhere for him to be. It's I, too much. I, I he's he's going to end up being a new edge. 
yeah and then he'll probably start getting pissy when he gets doesn't get what he wants but it's no but the difference Absolutely. between the difference between him and him and edge brother he was he has nowhere to go because he's already been there see edge has never been anywhere outside of wwe so now he's like i just want to go see what it's like and have fun with my buddy jay and tag with sting chris is like man i've been there done that already i didn't have matches with sting i didn't tag with sting edge had the bucket list of stuff he wants to do because he hadn't done seeing punk has done it already he's been there he's left he went back he yeah. came back again like it's kind of like Ray Mysterio's run when he's like, All right, I'm leaving. They booed me. I've never been booed before. <laughs> Left for a couple of years and said, Now I don't need to be the guy anymore. I, I want to come back and celebrate being a legend. And they treated him that way, though, right? Like when mm-hmm. he came back, by the time he came back after his last his latest indie run, he's been treated like a legend. Like he did, like you're a Hall of Famer, but you're a working Hall of Famer. There's you don't have to be on mm-hmm. TV every week. You don't gotta be in every mate. Just you kind of and then he got a United States championship run. You know what I mean? One last run. Yeah. Like he's to me, he's having one of the best end of career careers I've ever seen, as far as right. longevity is concerned. Because he's, he's having a good send off. He well, really is, though. It, how many people have had have had that? Like even John Cena and them haven't had it because they're so they're in and they're out, they're in and out, they're in and they're out. And it's like Raymond Steele's having a good run. He's working with young guys. He's he's had a program with his son. He's had a title reign. I'm like, dude, this is what Kurt Angle. This is what all the mother dudes wish they could have had. But like, I, I don't know if CM Punk going to be able to behave himself. Punk versus Randall. I I don't think Tim there's and more structure in WWE. Yeah, there's more structure in WWE. He wouldn't be able to run amok, but I feel like we're going to be waiting for that next. Also, oh, Punk doesn't like his again. creative. I mean, yeah, yeah he don't like his right. creative. That's also true. Bro. He always finds a way to mess it up. Yep, it doesn't benefit him. And like, there's got to be some truth behind that Triple H and him promo, especially when he said Absolutely. what's going to be worse is that his bonehead son-in-law is going to be running the company. That's I knew where we are today, <laughs> but then, but then also, uh, Brian, you was about to say something. I want to catch you before you leave us. Um, Brian is fading over there. No, it's okay. Yeah, no, I, um, I was about to say, um, <laughs> burning the midnight oil. Huh? <laughs> I was about to say, um, dang it, I lost my train of thought. But what I was, what I was talking about was CM Punk working with like a, a Randy Orton versus working with the young talent, or CM Punk not being kind of happy with career. And and you were saying there was some truth to truth to the what he said about uh like oh yeah this place is never going to change because even if Vince McMahon dies the idiotic son-in-law uh, daughter and son-in-law going to take over, but it's like mm-hmm. and then the 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 moment when Triple H cut the promo on CM Punk and he said what he said about him and Triple H kind of looked to the side he kind of like smirked and then he just read him his rights and told him his like <laughs> oh yeah and and then that was the promo and I was like yeah there's some truth to that but Triple H was right like oh you're one of those guys you just wanted to be about you all the time you don't care about all this other stuff you're saying you don't care about change you just want to be the guy yo you're only okay with change unless that means you're at the top and i was like oof and then he just kind of went and like if you want to do something about it get your skinny fat tail and and bust your tail to become the best like he's like the difference between me and you is i i stepped over everybody but i did it to their faces you go and you sneak behind people's back and try to manipulate people and i'm like that is kind of his reputation and he did the same thing i don't know man we spent a long time talking about this man and uh TJ Legacy Cole says, uh, his his two senses, Punk should actually come back as Vince McMahon's guy. Imagine him as the guy to criticize everything Triple H is doing, uh, during the new changes. Basically, that he told that before oh, before the I told you so after his uh iconic promo. Mm-hmm. That sounds very McMahon-ish as far mm-hmm. as storyline gimmicks are concerned. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's an interesting take, though. Like I, said, I, I didn't think we would take this long talking about CM Punk, but goodness gracious, it was a good conversation, good brothers. Yeah, 
And he's yeah, okay, LA night. I hear you. <laughs> no, my bad. It's all right. It's up. We gotta we gotta wrap this up, man. Ladies and gentlemen, we're losing Brian H. Man. It's been a long day. The brother works hard. Um, Crown Jewel, Survivor Series, up next. Good brothers. Um, I appreciate you guys, man. You guys do an excellent job. Uh, you always got create thought thought provoking conversations and spaces for us to uh continue to push the envelope and just get people to kind of think past what they already do man so this is uh definitely appreciate your brothers huh? uh for everybody that stuck with us tonight shout out to dylan matthews tj lexi cole uh mighty happy ben birthday, dylan. happy birthday dylan once again brother it's still hey, here with happy birthday um, bro but follow us on all <laughs> social media platforms at russell realm subscribe to our patreon channel twitch uh youtube at the russell realm youtube.com slash the russell realm Championship culture playlist, wrestlingrealm.com, patreon.com slash wrestling underscore realm, so on and so forth. Ladies and gentlemen, we will catch you next week. Same bad time, same bad place. The Rust Room has to get out of here. It's late. We got things to do. We appreciate you hanging with us. We out. Peace.